I will die on the hill that it does not make a fuck bit of difference whether the toilet paper goes over or under, you know, everybody's got like this oh, heated opinion yeah. about which one is right. I could not crazy. possibly Shut, fucking care less. Just stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Why does it matter? Because it's easier. How? What? How? All right, just go. How? Just fucking. How fucking limited are you as a human being go to, that go to the game. you you struggle because the toilet oh paper God. is going one Dude, way or the our other? Scientists. This have, is this is the bonus content. Our the scientists right figured out centrifugal force for three reasons, and one of them was the fucking toilet paper. Start the show, Adam. Fucking. This is the show. You know this, it's a roll, and you can spin it either way. Either right? way, you can still like make it. The matter. nature of the roll. <laughs> you know, forget it. Uh, the just, zen of tp it's ignorant it's it just ignorant. it drives me nuts anytime anybody it. like is like definitely this is the right this don't, is the right way to put toilet paper and anybody that doesn't do it is wrong it's like you don't it's, feel it's, the it's, difference you're telling me you don't that, feel the difference i couldn't uh, oh my you can't god. tell me that you do either it's one of those fucking internet oh things my god, where somebody's like no i do things the other way to some people and if i if i present that argument in the right way i'll get engagement as long as it takes the shit off my asshole no that's I not don't what it's about care how it gets you, okay there. you know you have no wrist care so your wrist okay you have to treat it right and if you you're pull, a bidet user why do you even care Mega Dads Live is a mature-rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! I freaking sunburned. My goodness. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Oh, you are. Dads. I didn't know if it was a light thing or, or what. But no, you are, thing. yeah. I, I spent one of those cool new diseases. I one of the cool new diseases. No, I got the boring old diseases. Welcome everyone to Mega Dad's Live, your monthly visit to the place where gamer life meets real life podcasting. Since 2014, we are the ultimate podcast to help you balance your love of gaming with the joys of life in the real world. My name is Adam Leonard, and I'm coming to you live from the 31st floor of Mega Dad's headquarters, located in the heart of our nation's capital. Champlin, Minnesota. I am joined as always by my lovely assistant operating the switchboard, Mabel. Mabel, how are we doing today? Yes. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop you right there, Mabel, because I know you're excited. I'm excited. Everybody with a with a, a ounce of intelligence is excited because Donald Trump has 78 charges against I'm going right to come now. felony charges a baker's dozen 78 and they're not done fucking <laughs> crazy um I'm just going to I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I'm just going to go right into this mega dad's being super <laughs> right. positive um Will's here Antonio's here guys <laughs> do you get as much pure pure joy as I do from the fact that this fat, floppy-haired motherfucker, it kind of seems like maybe his goose is cooked, right? Well, you know when he won, or when he You'd lost... You'd like to think so. You'd like he, to. When he lost re-election, like, it was, like, at the end of Empire Strikes Back or whatever, or Return of the Jedi when, like... Return of the, the Jedi, and they blew up the Death Star and the yeah, Ewoks were Death dancing. Yeah, Death Star yep. 2 was yep, done, yep, yep. and it was just, like... 
everybody was celebrating in the streets. Like I was banging a pot, walking up and down my block, just ding, 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 like dancing. And it was just mm-hmm. like pure joy. I, I've always dreamt of the day where they actually get him, but you know how the justice system is. Like, I mean, he's he's admittedly guilty. Like with right. the, these latest charges, his 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 lawyers are just like, yeah, he did it, but like that's that's where they're starting. <laughs> that's where they're it, starting. From. And then like all the hosts that are willing to talk to this mayor, like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, <laughs> he doesn't have such a solid defense. It's, it's kind of jello, man. Well, when I, you stiff a bunch of lawyers, the ones that you end up with, the remaining pool isn't the cream of the crop. Yeah. I love yeah. the fact that it's gotten to the point where there are so many trials and so many charges that they're kind of like, you want to go first? You No, you want to go first? And and like the, the one case of the uh you know where he stole the nuclear secrets the nuclear codes <laughs> is taking shit, a back yeah. seat to the more severe charges <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man back in the day if i was like driving around like too late i would get in a lot of trouble yeah. and now this guy's like <laughs> slinging secrets to god knows who and like fucking storm the yeah. capital it's fucking the stealing the nuclear codes treason is, and sedition yeah it's the lesser i really it's yeah lesser I hope, of the I hope things it would be it would be nice right wouldn't it be nice it would wouldn't be nice. it be nice it if really trump would. was home it would be but i mean he's not anything. gonna go to jail but goddamn, this feels good to just see this shit pile and pile yeah, and see pile. you 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 said it you even said it. he's not gonna go to jail right no he, he's, he's gonna not. happen he's not gonna happen is that's gonna happen oh Will, why'd you have to bring everything? Megadeth being super me. realist. Because he asked me. <laughs> you can just appeal his bullshit up to the Supreme Court. He's stacked, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Lo- I would I, you love know it. I would you love. I would love to feel the joy that Adam does, but I just, I'm not convinced anything's actually going to happen. Here, here's where I'm at. I'm, I'm just reveling in the joy that it's all, it's all fucking out there. Yeah. Whether or not the 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 guy goes behind bars, well, just Adam, the fact that it's so blatantly <laughs> out there, I just I love it. I love it. If if facts mattered to his base, right, we would not be in this situation to begin with, because yep. it would not have started, yep. and he would not have ne- nu- nuclear codes to leak and we, sling about. We are about gaming, right? And we are about like you know, yes, being please, super God, positive. Yes. But I don't like the fact that we can't just say this type of shit without knowing that somebody somewhere listening is just like, hey, 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 hey man, like, like, I, I don't know, man. I think that shit is lies from the FBI or some shit. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're safe. The fact that none of those people are listening to this yeah, podcast. Fuck y'all point, if you but... are. I'm sorry, <laughs> Adam. That's my Will, what's, what's your super positive? Um, oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> I posted about this in the Discord, but nobody responded to me ever. I doubt it. Have you guys... <laughs> I found the soundtrack to the new Ninja Turtles movie on Spotify. Oh, I did not check it. Um, Is it good? The soundtrack? I haven't listened to any of it. I haven't okay. listened to it at all, because I'm sure it's all instrumental stuff. Because this movie is rated PG. I have to take my light down for a second, because I, I need the list. I need the list. I'm going to forget some of the best ones. The track names on this soundtrack... If Vanilla Ice it brought isn't me on more it, joy, I don't want anything to do with it. If Vanilla Ice isn't, a, I'm not asking you to listen to it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm not, not going to read. I'm not going to read all the names mm-hmm. of all the tracks because some of them are normal. Um, 
There is a track called Dipshits on a Roof. What? Can they do Dipshits on a Roof? Uh, Murder the Shreks. Um, is that slang? What's the worst that could happen? And then the next track is, in parentheses, the worst that could happen. <laughs> Grand Theft Ice Cream Truck. I just met you and you almost killed me. <laughs> Puke Girl. We're very well adjusted. Do you need a veterinarian? <laughs> I don't need that horse. What? And uh, my personal favorite, she's going to milk us. <gasps> oh. So Seth Rogen's the executive producer of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He movie, is, right? yeah. yeah. So that's that's that checks out. That Neither of us, none of us have seen this film, right? No, no not yet. It's not out oh, yet, man. I don't believe. No, it's out. No, it is. It's it's out. It's out? This is like the first weekend for it, though. Oh, okay, there we go. All right. It's well, not like you've been missing it for a long time. Or run to the theaters, new. everyone. Will, I'm going for you. my birthday. Nice. When's your birthday, Adam? Uh, it's like in two weeks. Okay. Everybody, right, yeah. Megadads, uh, between this episode and the next, drop into since, the Discord. <laughs> ever since I saw that list of tracks on Spotify, I've been showing everyone I can get to pay attention to me. Now, I have a question. It makes me so happy. Will, and it's good it, stuff. It, thank yeah. you for bringing that to our attention. I have a question about the track about the milking. What, what does that mean? You got to see the movie. I don't, I don't know. You got to watch the movie. Yeah. Okay. I had never heard of being milked. Someone's going to get milked. Okay. I don't believe you for a second that you've never heard of being milked. <laughs> Antonio? I've been around for too many of your puppet shows. You know what it is. <laughs> What's bringing you joy, Antonio? Um, being milked every Monday, yeah. Wednesday, and Friday on the on the on the respect. No, uh, joy. Um, I just had a block party. It's actually going on right now outside my house. A very nice person from down the block was like, "Hey, let's have a block party." Do you do you remember block parties from back in the day? You close off the street. Your neighbors come out and everybody gets to meet each other. They like, you know, swap like a potluck. They do like some some liquor and let the kids run around and stuff, get a bounce house. That's what's happening. They were gone for the longest time. When I was young, it was a thing. Mm -hmm. And now they're popping up everywhere. Like I, I've been to friends block parties like at least really of them this month. Yeah. And then they're they're all around Chicago and it's block parties everywhere and they you know typical stuff they got the bounce house you got the the weird guy smoking in the corner you got the kids playing in the street doing kickball or whatever it is it's you know the typical stuff and it's it's really fun i mean it's it i haven't talked to a lot of people because of the vid you know in the last couple of years so just getting to know people i met this really cool guy who used to own a, a comic book slash game like place and it's just it's good to get to know people again you know what i mean you know I'm a this is now. not national no night idea. out related i huh? have no idea what no, you mean i uh, mean block parties it's it's just I'm, a thing just i'm from I'm, I'm from the south people don't do that here they just build eight churches and <laughs> associate with whatever building you decide is is most correct jesus -y. and then the churches uh, go to war like once every eight years or something um, you know what? I wish they would. It would thin them out a little bit. <laughs> There's just we, too many. We did National Night Out around here. We do that every year, but I don't know. It's last last Halloween. I took Elliot um, trick or treating. I dressed up as Kratos, and he dressed up as Atreus. 
and we went around the neighborhood. We got to this dude's house and like, you know, what he had his garage set up and it's all spooky and haunted house. Like, and we go in there and we get the candy and he looks at me. He's like, Kratos, huh? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, if you guys ever want to hang out, you know, you just come on over. And I was like, and he's fuck do you think you are? <laughs> he, was, he was dressed. What was he dressed like? Nothing. It was just a dude handing out candy. Dude. I was impressed that I was Kratos and invited me to hang out. And I'm like, I'm never going to talk to you. Give me my Snickers and I'm going to be on my way. Like get in the car. We got to go, Elliot. This is not a safe place to be. We've never had a block party in my entire life. I've never been to a block party other than just national night out. Socialization, whether you're a kid or you're an adult is weird. It's like, do I talk to you? Are you stranger danger? Yeah. Are you cool? Are you not? Like, do you support Trump or are you of sound mind? Like, <laughs> nobody fucking knows. So I'm not going to lie uh-huh. to you. It, it's a gamble. But oh, yeah. you got to get out there. Make some human, human interactions. Like, you so, got to touch grass and talk to another human being every once in a while. That's all. Just try it. So it's going on right now. Oh, yeah. It's outside. It's super yeah, loud. He is outside. missing block party. For no, you're I was, missing I was block out there. party for this? I, I was out there earlier. My super... Dude, my neighbor has a Weber grill. Do you know what Weber, Weber grills are? Now that uh-huh. I say block party and you guys are like, what? I don't know if Weber grills are like alien. I mean, but I know what a, a block grill. party is. <laughs> anyway, so Just, this... He's yeah, got a, a he's got a Weber grill the yeah. size of like well let me get uh it's got to be like three feet circular it's gigantic and he got okay. it out and he's cooking meat and he's handing it to everybody and I'm like you are awesome man and it smells like heaven outside. Let me ask you this: Do any of these neighbors know about the uh, Santa Claus cops video that you did Damn last it. Christmas? Did you they know, did they see that? What? I didn't bring it up. But no. they, they must have seen it because I was running up and down my block dressed yeah. like Santa Claus for a Mega Dad's video. Uh, they must have seen it. Yeah. Like, thing you ever I'm did. glad they didn't ask about that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Mega Dad's Dictionary. Each month on Mega Dad's Live, we play Mega Dad's Dictionary. Between episodes, I send Duncan and Chet, our two Mega Dad's interns, out into the world to gather and bottle as much youthful energy as they can to return it here to us so that we might siphon its energies for the sake of good content. Who this the takes the form of the Duncan Mega Dad's Dictionary. You haven't, you haven't met Duncan you're and Chet yet? You're not allowed near the interns, Antonio. Yeah. We have interns. Yeah, you're, no, you, just don't worry about it. Okay, don't worry about it. it. As far as you're concerned, no, we, we yeah. don't. How old are Duncan reasons. and Chet? See, this is this, <laughs> already where we're going. He's already sizing <laughs> them up. I just want to know. Already trying to groom the interns. I Here we go. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Are you guys ready for today's Mega Dad's dictionary term? I guess Duncan and Chet approved. Duncan and Chet worked hard on this, you son of a bitch. Today's dictionary term is. Spag. Yay! I don't think we can say that on this show. We're not paying them, right? It's an unpaid internship. It's the bad kind. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. We can't can't afford to pay interns. Duncan and Chet, if I were to meet them, they would, uh, it's like, no, you're cops. (laughs) (laughs) You're cops. Get out of here. Duncan and Chet. Spag. You guys, just be nice to Duncan and Chet. They worked hard. To get this internship, you don't even want to know what they had to do for Mabel. S-P-A-G? S-P-A-G. Spag 
Is it slang for spaghetti? <laughs> You're so no. on the money. Oh my god! What? Spag. No. Spag is short for the top of spaghetti, so it means when something is super awesome, it's just like that delicious top of spaghetti. You know when you get the sauce and the ground beef and the Parmesan cheese. The best part of spaghetti when something's really great, it's spag. I quit this show. I, I quit right now like, in the middle of this guys, fucking episode. Do you guys not like mix that into the spaghetti so it's no, everywhere this and is it's so, all good? Since when is the top of spaghetti like great? The best part? No, I mean the best part of the... I mean, I guess it would be if you didn't like disperse it into the rest of the spaghetti and you just put it on top of nude ass noodles. Let me, let me ask you this. When you're making spaghetti... Uh-huh. Do you do you mix all the sauce and everything in one pan or do you do you spoon out the noodles and then top it with sauce and cheese? I top it. I top it as well. Oh, see, I'm not I'm not in an elementary school cafeteria, so like it's together. You put it all together. Yeah. I mean, you probably should mix it up, but I don't put a lot of sauce on my stuff these days. Yeah? Yeah. Not he prefers his own, Adam. So wait, the reason that this term exists is because the top of spaghetti is like mind blowing to kids. Is that what's going on? It's yeah, it's like the best part, man. I mean, it love that spag. Just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't even say it without I can't knowing say it with a straight fun. face. It feels bad to say. It yeah, feels it does. like it doesn't. Mm, I feel like I'm offending two groups. It, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like we're all gonna end up canceled over this one. Yeah, yeah. the beefaroni organization. Like, and not for what it means now. Like, it'll happen later. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! In ten years, they'll be like, they said spag on the fucking podcast. <laughs> they were so vile and shit. All right, keep going. I'm not saying it. Not once. We hadn't even <laughs> discovered the spaghetti people yet. How could we be racist? <laughs> <laughs> Antonio. Antonio, <laughs> when you when you say spag, right? You hear the sound. <laughs> what what, what, what do you get, Antonio, when you get the spag points? <laughs> you get put in jail because that shit is wrong. You go directly to jail. You do not pass go. No points no, this month. Nobody's See, saying this shit, dude. Nobody's going to say this shit. You don't this go to jail funny. for saying stuff like that. You get fired and stuff. Dude, but you we're going go to get like, jail. We're, dude, we're getting marked on No, everything. we're sticking with it. No, you can't put Yo, this out on the internet. Spag dude. time. Let's talk about games. <laughs> <laughs> Walkabout Mini Golf. The sports VR game developed and published by Mighty Coconut LLC. Available right now. <laughs> Wait. VR platform. What the fuck? Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? I feel Walk like you just had a Mini Golf colon the VR sports game? <laughs> Walkabout. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. I'm crying out loud. <laughs> well, you're just saying words. What the fuck? Saying all kinds saying? of words. That's what a podcast right, what is. is. That's happening? what happening? language why are we talking about mini golf just go just go <laughs> so i was so we beat final fantasy 16 last week and i'm looking for some some short quick filler kind of content before spider-man right before the spider-man comes and takes over our lives mm. and i thought what better pick up and play game than mini golf and there's an all-new vr mini golf game on psvr 2 
Uh, this game has been out on other VR platforms. I believe it's on Quest. Um, it's probably on Vive, all that other stuff, because this game's got crossplay. And the thing that's really cool about Walkabout Mini Golf is, well, first of all, it's, you know, it's mini golf. If you like mini golf, you're going to like this game. And it's mini golf without the obstructions and the limitations of the real world. Those are some really cool stuff like mini golf at the bottom of the ocean. There's mini golf up in a space station. There's, I played this level today that was mini golf with anti-gravity. And so there are courses where they'll ramp up the wall and up the ceiling and you'll hit the ball and it'll go up above you. And rather than you being upside down with the ball, you've actually got to hit it overhead or up against the wall like you're standing on the floor. So it takes really cool approaches to mini golf in a way okay. that this is a mini golf that you could never experience in the real world because it's a video game, but you're playing it just like mini golf. You swing your arms, you're holding the PSVR 2 controller, and you're just playing mini golf but it's like fantasy wise antonio's raising his hand i didn't realize we were being so formal here antonio the 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 gigantic elephant in the room with this is the control scheme because yep. number one golf is cool like whether mm -hmm. it's you know you hit the button and then it like swings your uh is there a course with a gigantic meter? elephant in the room that's the thing too that's the number one question that people want to know how does this game control? Because golf is good, but only if it controls well. Well, it it controls basically like uh, Wii Sports. You know, you hold the you hold. Nobody the played it. You hold the remote and okay. you swing your arm like it's a golf club. Do it's you a, see the club? You do. Yep. And okay. there's a so you you press one of the the two uh, triggers. This is getting buttons. in. This is getting into explain VR to Antonio. Okay, wait. So you're only doing the strength of the stroke, not necessarily like aiming for do the you, ball. Do you know how to swing a golf club playing mini golf? I, yeah. That's sure. exactly what you're doing. Congratulations, so you can do this. Okay. The the further your backswing, okay. and the the harder you swing it, the harder the you hit the ball. Okay. Yeah. There's right. there's no there's no control scheme like a traditional golf game you don't push the button to power or mm. or accuracy it's it, you're literally playing golf do you feel in control yeah it feels exactly it feels like good. it feels really golf. good the the cool thing about it is um you know a lot of vr games you'll you'll control with like the thumbstick where you're moving and walking with walkabout mini golf all you do is you press you press the the shoulder trigger and it'll put you right at the ball wherever you hit it lining up your shot so you don't have to move around your room. You don't have to use controls to walk. All you really need to do is hit the ball, then push the trigger to put you back at the ball, wherever it's positioned now, and you just keep going. So it's a VR room that, or it's a VR game that doesn't um, challenge you with room space. It doesn't make you walk around your room to line up your shots, things like that. Uh, it's really you just stand still and swing your arms, but the uh, the I think the coolest part isn't necessarily the, the VR immersion, but it's the fact that it's like I'm playing mini golf in a way and on a course that would not be possible in real life. And it's just super fun. It's super quick, pick up and play. Every course has hidden golf balls in it, so as you're as you're going through a hole, 
you you kind of look around in your VR space, and if you find a secret golf ball, you can grab it, and then that's a customization for out in the lobby. You can have new clubs, new golf balls, all sorts of little customization options. This is a, I will say, this is a multiplayer centric VR game. So you're gonna have more fun if you have people to play with in VR. Mini golf on its face is usually a communal game, right? Like nobody goes and plays mini golf by themselves. Mm. I am a person that plays couch co-op with my family all the time. That is a limit of this game is unless you're gonna take that VR headset on and off and pass it around the room, The only way you're going to get to play this game with other people is by doing it online. That sounds like too much. So there is online. There is online and there is cross play. So if you are somebody who owns this game on PSVR 2 like myself and you know a friend like JB who owns this thing on Quest, you can play together. Okay. So we're going to we're going to set up a tea time, me and him, and we're going to (laughs) play this thing online. As of right now, I've only been able to play this by myself and you know, I play through the hole and then I take it off and I give it to my son and he tries to get a better score. That is a limitation of this experience is that un- it, the only way to get that feeling of true mini golf and playing with friends is to play it online. That's so kind you, of a bummer. When you play with the hole, you get the feeling that it's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Especially if you get it in the hole. Like if you, if you get it in the try. hole quickly. It'd be frustrating and... when you can't get it in the hole. Okay, but if you yeah. do get it in the hole, it's all gravy. Mm. Got it. Well, I don't know about gravy. So what's the price? I'll on tell you gravy? what. I'll tell you what. When you get it in the hole, like before you're expecting to, it's spag. Guys? Boy, that still sounds bad. <laughs> that still sounds really rough. I really like this game. You can buy uh, a cheap version of it for like 10 bucks and then buy oh, course expansions. Okay. Or like what I did is I doubled down and I got the entire... I don't know if it's called like a season pack, but I got like the deluxe edition that came with, I think it was 35 different holes. Oh, and they've got, they've got a, a hole based on Jim Henson's labyrinth. And there's oh one based God. on, Holy there's God. one based on mist, the old PC game from the nineties. That's actually really cool, but, but disturbing, but yes. Okay. There's like haunted house and space and, the, uh, the, like, um, so the environments are a key point. Like where they're really you cool. Are, they're just super duper in. cool. Uh, yeah. And at any point, you can press the X button, and it'll kind of like fly you over the course, like okay. you're a giant, and you can see it miniaturized. Oh, right in front of you, so you can like good. duck down and peek around and see everything. That. So it's like a little model. The yeah. course design is really fun. Uh, it's got oh. a really cool. Um, kind of low poly art style to it so it's fun and kid friendly and i just it's it's a lot of fun it's a no-brainer if you're a fan of mini golf which i am uh and it's a quick game to get in and out you know you got 10 minutes throw on the headset play some mini golf it's super cool so that's walkabout mini golf we're gonna move on antonio has been playing the big game i think this is the big game right now isn't it it might, it might be is yes. this the big game it might be the big game yeah all right let's talk about the big game Baldur's Gate 3 is a he's got on here it says CRPG. I don't even know what the fuck that means. CRPG developed and published by Larian Studios available on the PC. Uh it will be available on PS5 in September and then it says right here eventually for Xbox. Yes, correct. Yes. They- I don't know 
I don't know what any of this means, but let's talk about this CRPG. What's the C? What's the C? So CRPG originally meant computer role-playing game, but... Seriously? Yeah, that's what the original intent was, but it, it evolved because... The terminology now just basically refers to like an old school RPG, something that is in the vein of like uh, Icewind Dale or Baldur's Gate. Typically, this is a isometric top-down view where you're moving across a map and there's a grid and then you move to the next map segment. So like, think about, it. would it help to think about it like the difference between a strategy game like a fire emblem versus a grand strategy game like uh the name escapes me it's on pc and no no i wasn't thinking about civ i was thinking about fuck i ruined my own analogy (laughs) (laughs) the thing about analogies analogies are like (laughs) you're in an isometric top down and Baldur's gate 3 is the latest entry in a long running franchise that's been dormant forever so larian studios created a uh gem of a crpg called divinity original sin oh i've heard about that one yeah play one and two yeah this game is if you look up and you google rpgs of all time they are in the top five every list every time if not number one the, the, the thing that they've done with their games is put a level of care and detail into the fantasy RPG that is unheard of. They've earned the right to make the next Baldur's Gate game. So well, you have... So they the, didn't originally have a hand in this series. No, not at all. Yeah. So they have the pedigree of people who love these type of games and they earn the right to make Baldur's Gate 3. So this is set, Baldur's Gate, in the world of D&D, and it follows uh, their rule set. So if you think about any RPG, and you think about really any game, there's rules. It's like, I hit you, you hit me, you know, this is how much damage you do. Back in the day, boys and girls, Dungeons and Dragons really had dice and tables and all sorts of things that did math that figured out okay you roll this dice and that means you get to hit me or not and based on your next roll this is the armor class of the other thing and this is if you get to do x amount of damage so it was all on paper and that's how we did things kids but now video games do the math for you so in a game typically today where you would miss or get a critical hit that meant that back in the day we actually did the math to care about that type of thing so what Baldur's Gate is is the latest entry in a D&D uh, it's a fifth edition based rule set that they have made into a modern polished beautiful game when you play Baldur's Gate 3 you have character models in the world that look head and shoulders more detailed and beautiful than anything you've seen and back in the day when you would play a game like this you would see a zoomed out you know like top down look at it and it would look fantasy-ish but you didn't get that zoomed in like kind of triple a like more dynamic cinematic this fucking game adam 
is beautiful. And, and the way that they've sculpted the world is absolutely beautiful. And then when you zoom out, the little fun callback to people who play D&D is when you zoom out, it looks like a and d map. Because back in the day, if you see a and d map, it's like, you know, flat on paper, like just like mm -hmm. someone drew it. And it looks like that. But then when you go... So it looks like a map. Yeah, it looks like a map. But then when you go in, it looks like as real as something like The Witcher or something like that. And it's still isometric top down kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. And you yeah. can move the camera around and there and it's it's just it's just amazing. Um, d and if it's ever interested you at all, this is a way of getting you in. The game does the math for you. It still shows you kind of like, you know, what's being rolled and stuff. A, a little dice will show up when it says, oh, you want to do a skill check? And if you are, you know, good at or quote unquote proficient at this, maybe you can charm this person and persuade them to not fight you and instead just convince them that you're with them and they'll move on. It'll show a little D20 dice and it'll go, and it'll like show and it'll say if you if you failed or succeeded. So there's a D &D. So it simulates the tabletop experience exactly, rather absolutely. than just channeling the vibes of it. Perfect. Yes. And you can play it single player where it's you and you get companions and they have very fleshed out stories that they reveal with you over time. Or you can play multiplayer and you can actually create a person and then your friend creates a person and then you're all playing a D&D campaign in a game space and it's beautiful it is a tabletop DD experience in a game incredibly beautiful incredibly polished the voice work is great it is if you ever like fantasy this is fantasy at the the at the peak let I'll, me ask you this please let me ask you this how much of a time sink is a game like this it's, <laughs> it's, well like this is not like a, this you is have not, to ask you don't have it. If you're really good at these type of strategy turn-based RPGs, you can beat it in 60 hours. No, but I mean like this is not a pick up and play kind of game, right? Like this is this is definitely like you need to dedicate the time to it. I w I mean so like you can do a battle in like 30 minutes, right? So you go in there's you know 10 goblins and a big whatever spider or whatever and you fight them and because it's turn-based it's just a slower game because yeah. you have to move one player than another then the the computer goes so the pacing is not an action rpg hence the old school yeah. crpg tag yeah. so if you don't like something like an XCOM or the marvel midnight sun like you know like thing like it's it's not a it's not an action game, so you have to like that. But yeah. if you do, then this is a game to really get into. It goes into a long-established world of the Baldur's Gate D&D. So there's all this history that the studio really put a lot of like deep lore into. The characters that you've known for like 20 years are fleshed out and fully realized and voiced. The Baldur's Gate, the city, Baldur's Gate is a city in D&D and it's huge and it's iconic and they recreated the city in a modern game. So for somebody who's a D&D &D fan, this is like a dream come true. And is this a will-ass will game, Will? There are parts of it that appeal to me. There are parts of it that don't. Um, I do want to get up to a lot of the shenanigans I've seen online. Um, 
I've seen a sequence where you like open a door and there's like trolls fucking and like one like one of them gets mad about it and you can like make fun of his tiny penis and uh and if you pass all the checks he gets really like ashamed about it and then uh that sounds funny to me <laughs> um, <laughs> uh i'm pretty sure there's a scene where you can fuck a bear this is true i've, I've seen footage of a like weirdly romantically refilmed scene with a bear and anything that's got that kind of wild shit in it probably has something I'll enjoy <laughs> Will, um, Will brings up an amazing point yeah I've been waiting for you to bring up that point like the whole time you yeah. haven't brought up any of the our audience okay. focused features bring of the, the weird Antonio you didn't even talk about how you can select you didn't even talk about how you can select between like five different dicks in it, character creation, it is an adult. Oh, in it, character creation, I was like, "Wait, yeah. what do you mean?" It's it's, it's adult. <laughs> when you make a character, you get to change what their dick looks like. It's adult flavored, so you get to have a vulva or a penis based on what you want it to look like. So there's like six peni, and you get to do like you know like chode or like very like schlongy, and then like how much hair is around it. And you also have no vulva. Way. Yeah, the vulva is either very like plush or there's more. There's a trim. There's well, a trim. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you get to pick your model and then your trim. So there's genitalia. And the reason is, is because there's uh, coitus in the game. And you can romance, you know, different people like your companions and have a relationship with them that may result in consensual people coming together for the act of, of lovemaking. And you may be you may be a human and they may be a Gith Yankee, which is kind of like this like almost like lizardy like looking person. Or you could be a druid, which means you can shape shift into a bear. And you could make sweet, sweet love to a elven vampire halfling thing. So you can um, shift your uh, pelvis into the character that you are trying to make the sweet love to. And there are different like scenes and stuff. And put your imagination to it. I haven't gotten that deep into the game uh, to establish you haven't got a that relationship. Deep. Yeah, I haven't gotten that deep, but there are there's a reason why they're giving you the option to select your genitalia for the cutscenes. so th there's an adult because yeah, most of the people playing this game have probably never seen it <laughs> there's an adult streak to this and uh with DD it's very deep when you create a character you can select it again. stop uh, using the word deep so they have put a lot of detail into the game and i would recommend it to anyone who loves fantasy or DD or any type of you know rpg this would be one to put on your list and give a try there's a lot of replayability to it a lot of uh gameplay styles that are built into it the only thing and you brought it up adam is if you don't like turn-based there's no getting away from that it is right. kind of a methodical step-by-step -step battle system and, and if you can't get away from that then yeah if you hate it it might not be for you all right I'm going to talk about one more game real quick here. Uh, it's another VR game, surprisingly enough. I got two VR games on my docket. Uh, and this one was kind of a bit of, su of a surprise to me. 
Switchback VR is a horror shooter game developed by Supermassive Games, published by Supermassive Games, and it's available on the PlayStation VR 2. Now, this game comes to the by the folks who have made Until Dawn and the, uh, what the hell are they called? The, um, what's that series? Oh, the, I, know what the, you, uh, I know what you're thing, talking about. Um, like the man Dark the Pictures. Dark, Dark, Dark Pictures. Dark Pictures. All these choice-based horror games, who lives, who dies, everybody can live, everybody like can a, die. I forget those are like a series. Yeah, that's a whole series. And this is a part of that series. I was sent a code by the PR folks at Supermassive. And the first thing I thought of is, fuck, am I going to be able to play this game? Because those those titles are creepy and they're super, super horror-y. And it's like lots of killing and monsters and serial killers, all this shit. And I, I was like, fine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire this up. I'm gonna give it a shot, see what it's like. At, at the most, I'll probably get some good impressions out of it. And I, I started this game, and I was immediately taken aback because it's so different from those other games. This is basically a House of the Dead style arcade game. So in action? a horror setting from Supermassive. Oh, that's the, wild. Didn't they make one for the PS, the first PSVR there, 2? There was a game uh, for the original. Or something? Yeah, the original PSVR game. I never played that one, so maybe this, is, this could be a continuation of that idea. Uh, but basically what this title does is it puts you on an amusement park ride. It puts you on... That is a, exactly what Rush of Blood was. Yeah, it puts you on a, yeah. on a, on a track. You're in this mm-hmm. cart... And it's it's like a like a haunted house amusement park ride, and they give you weapons, and you shoot shit that comes out at you. Things jump and spook at you, but ultimately, it's about getting a high score. So you go through these levels. There's score totems where you want to chain combos together. Uh, you can get up, uh, weapon upgrades, so you can get like machine guns or shotguns or grenade launchers, and all of it is just this immersive. Uh, amusement park ride basically in a horror setting um so it's not there are jump scare moments where the game you know it it takes full advantage of the vr and the the you know it looks it knows where you're looking in the psvr2 headset so they'll try to get your attention in one direction and as you're looking at the obvious thing they want you to look at something will jump at you but it's not that scary so it's more of like a thrill ride than than like a horror experience that's going to, you know, get your blood pressure rising. It's a lot of fun. And I was surprised at just kind of like the direction that this game took, because I think Supermassive Games, I think these, you know, these interactive horror movie type yeah. titles that they're so yeah. well known for. And this is absolutely not that. If you like, you know, arcade light gun games, that's what this is. With with a you know an injection of horror, so um, the it 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 gives you a little bit of the the butterflies of going on a roller coaster where they'll send you really far up on a track and then they'll drop you down and you're speeding through all these things as monsters and zombies are jumping out at you. Um, but it didn't give me any motion sickness or anything like that. It's more just like a, an exhilarating amusement park light gun game. Um, okay. I'm not that far into it. But it's a lot of fun. I think this would be a really good streaming game. I know a lot of people get into like streaming horror titles. I think this would be a fun game to watch somebody stream. 
Uh, so yeah, Switchback VR was a, it, it came out of left field because it was not at all what I was expecting when they sent me the code. I was expecting to just piss my pants uh, <laughs> with a super scary horror game, but yeah. it's more it's more of a fun action title. This shit looks <laughs> terrifying. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking at screenshots <laughs> and I'm seeing like ghouls and half dead things and like little. So so I you actually see the rails in the game that you're going down. Yeah, you're uh, literally on a track that so, just goes through these levels. The there, whole game is one track. Well, there's a there's a narrative. So there's like different themed levels. So there's like the first one is you're going through this zombie area that's in this sunken ghost ship. So the track goes through the belly of this, you know, sunken ship in the depths of this World Whoa. War II uh, era, like battleship. And there's zombies all over the place. And then there's like a level that's all um, vampire themed. So you're going through like these gothic churches and there's vampires coming out at you stuff. And there's there's this weird kind of loose narrative tying it together and I haven't gotten far enough to really understand how it's connecting the dots, but it's mm. very clear that the the storyline is, you know, superfluous. It really doesn't matter. It looks it's, cool. It just stitches the levels together, but it's like yeah, the story a, of any amusement park ride. Exactly. Is it, is it supposed to be a ride that's gone wrong or do they explain why you're on a track? Cause it literally looks like a, like a roller coaster or a, a track. So did they say what you're doing? Like why I think, you're in a track thing? Or eventually like they kind of get to the, the game starts where you're on a train. You're like on a subway oh, train Okay, that and you're listening to a voicemail that somebody leaves you. I think it's supposed to be your sister. And she's talking about how you're coming home for your dad's funeral. And dad sure loved this amusement park ride. Oh. And maybe we'll go on it when you get home. And then the train crashes and you black wow. out. And then you're in the ride. Okay. Um, no, that's so, a good setup, actually. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I don't really know if it makes any sense at the end of the game. Right they now, tried. it just kind of, yeah. right. It just kind of okay. like, uh, here's some context to give you a creepy scenario. Now go and get attacked by a bunch of you know, monsters and ghouls. But like I said, the storyline just kind of seems to be there to give you a reason to, you know, go through the levels and blast shit. But it looks it's, good. It's, fun. it's goofy. It's it a goofy, fun, fun yeah. creepy time. So I like it. Switchback VR. It's on PSVR 2. We have one last game to talk about. I don't know if there's any bear fucking involved, but oh. Will wants to talk about The Legend of Zelda oracle of ages it's an action adventure title developed by capcom published by nintendo and it's available now on switch online i forgot that capcom made this game i know they made that minish cap title but they made this one too huh they did uh there's two of them there's oracle of ages and oracle of seasons I'm playing Ages right now. I've played both of them growing up. I really like them. Uh, they're Game Boy Color games. If you played Link's Awakening in any of its forms, via like the remake that was on Switch or just ever, this is like more of that, but it's got a layer of complexity to it. The one I'm playing, Ages, the dungeon, it has more of a puzzle focus to it as opposed to Ages has like more of a combat thing going on. And I have to go back, you can go back and forth um, between past and the present to try to, you know, solve puzzles and open up and unlock dungeons and things like that. It's all, oh God. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Sorry. That's the hot link coming back to say hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's a old school top down Zelda game. I really like it. You said you didn't know if there was bear fucking. There is a bear with little <gasps> wings that you can ride. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, there Link, is Link a bear be nasty. Yeah. Link be nasty. He be raunchy as fuck. Yeah, you can you can ride him around over little pits and things like oh. that. There is a bear. Um, <laughs> I oh. really like it. Um, I'm gonna halfway through it at the moment. If you finish one, it doesn't matter which order you play them in. They're not like they are two se entirely separate games. It's not like a Pokemon with two versions of the same game. These are two different games. Because like in Oracle of Seasons, you get a rod that you can change what season it is, and that opens pathways or it doesn't. Like in the winter, maybe you can't get into the mountains because it's like snowed in or something. So you need to change it and then get up there and then change it again. I really like these games, and I'm just taking the release on NSO as an excuse to talk about them. <laughs> well, um, it's super cool that they're, I mean, Game Boy Color. How, I don't know that there's a huge audience for Game Boy Color games, but I love <laughs> that they do it. Yeah, yeah. These were two of my favorites for sure. I'm really glad that they're here. Uh, I was hoping that maybe they'd remake them like they did Link's Awakening, but I guess that's not going to happen, and it's fine. It's still the same game. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> these, um, these are great to, like Adam said, to happen, you know, like to have the option to go back. And, you know, had it not be so crazy right now with releases, this is the exact type of thing that I think Nintendo should lean into. You know, they have gems in the past. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nintendo Switch Online is their way that they've chosen to do it, right or wrong. The drip feed, like, here's a little morsel. We'll see you in a couple months. Like, fucking. But, I mean, what they do release, though, th that is great. So you said that Seasons is your preferred over Ages, right? No, a Ages, I think, is the one I like a little bit better. Oh. And it's the one I'm starting with. Okay, Once you ages. finish either one, it does not matter which one you play first. You can get a code and put that in <gasps> to the other game. What? And you still have to play it, but you get some of your stuff from before. Like you get more hearts and stuff like that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. And if, you finish, and if you finish both, you get another code and you can play like a final third, small, small third storyline. No Dude, way. That's yeah. dope for the time. Yeah. See, that's revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like to, to be like, you know, one game into another. And then, dude, that's really cool. I mean, props to to the design, you know, to, yeah. to have that go on in the Game Boy Game Boy fucking color era. That's well, you know, what that reminds me of is um, the old PS One Resident Evil Two, oh, where you'd yeah. play the game on one disc yeah. and you'd save it, and you'd play the other character on the other disc, and you'd play like the B side of the story. And they they tried to kind of emulate that in the remake, but it wasn't as good as what they yeah. achieved on the classic. I love that kind of stuff where it like incentivizes you to go into that other experience and it gives you more. So that's super cool. I like that. Yeah, me too. I've always really liked these games. I'm glad that they're available like this. Mm -hmm. And if you like the old 2D top-down Zeldas, these are absolutely worth your time. Are they going to go back, Will? Is there another 2D? I mean, after the remake of 
Link's Awakening after the NSO re-release here? Are they thinking after after the latest Zelda? You know, are they thinking of going back to the 2D style? You think, or have they no. just had too much <laughs> success with the open world? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll get another one of these. Honestly, um, it's past, and that's it. okay. Wow. Yeah. Sleep I mean, there well, hasn't been friends. there hasn't been a new there hasn't been a new one of these that's mm-hmm. not like a remake or something since right. like Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I, I think it's done. Wow. Well, well that's the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. You know, I've been uh, really, really quick here before we move on. I've been playing a lot more of my Switch lately. Uh, it's it's become like our family uh, game night machine. We played through Mario 3D World. I think I talked about this on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And lately we've been playing Mario Strikers. And that game is a lot of fun with four-player couch it, co-op. It can be, yeah. It's, you know, it's just like quick simple get 10 minutes in and out and uh my family we're really we're really uh enjoying that a lot i I just wish you could get some of these games a little bit cheaper Um, wonders on its way you got a brand new 59 or 60 (laughs) whatever is that october i don't know it's coming everything's in october isn't it i think i I don't know coming this fall coming this fall all right let's move on to the headline stories Every month on Mega Dads Live, we pick one news story that we want to discuss from the prior month. I'll start things off since we're talking about Nintendo right now. The Nintendo Switch 2 is coming out no, it's theoretically not. next year, second half 2024. Uh, it sounds like, who is it? Sharp is manufacturing an LCD screen for this thing. So it's sounding like it's not going to be oled in order to keep the costs down um is that a big deal for you will are you a handheld switch guy or a dock switch um i do both um but the oled screen is really really nice it's absolutely worth keeping it in there it's i you'd be you'd be fine paying a paying a premium for that oled i mean they're they're gonna um, make an oled of course right yeah yeah i mean for, I mean, I know that this is not indicative in any way, but like the price difference between the base and the OLED now is like fifty bucks, right? I think, right? Like, yeah, of course I will. Me as a t- as a TV switch guy, this isn't a deal breaker for me. Um, Antonio, it's not are a you deal breaker get- for me either? But it, it's just kind of lame, yeah. And it's a step backwards in a yeah. weird way. Okay, so give me the deets. Are you saying that based on what we know, there is an LCD screen, meaning there is a handheld element, that it is probably a hybrid type thing again, a handheld and a dock situation? Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think it's. I can't fathom them not. Yeah, doing they're that. surprising. Ah, surprising. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's really. Surprising. Yeah, because if I was them, I would go. Here's the handheld option. Here's the console option again. I I know. Okay, but this is like the first time they've not done that, and it did super fucking well. Yeah, the hybrid option has worked out, so I understand. Here's the lesson. If they learned any lessons from the Wii U, it's that they don't need to fix what isn't broken. Yeah, they don't change. (laughs) Don't fuck it up. Yeah. I, I always saw the Switch market handheld 
as different from the console market. And maybe because I'm the adult that if I look at the Switch 1 and I say, you know what, how I wish you were different? Give me what you're giving me, but give me a more premium experience that is docked because I play on my TV. Right. What I do want something from you that is handheld that I give to my kid that they could throw across the room and it won't break. That's what I would want is two well, that's separate. That's not the switch. I know it's not. And 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 me like from me, I would buy my daughter the new Game Boy whatever type handheld only thing and let them play their shit. And me, I want a souped up thing. Like, see what you're saying right now is here's an LCD screen. It's not OLED. So we're not giving you the best. That's not what we're aiming for. We're trying to keep costs down, get the Where have you been, on. sir? <laughs> that's, been, that's, totally that's not what I want. Good. I am a premium yeah. gamer. I buy the shit that is... Well, like, I buy the Xbox Series X, not the right. S. Well, the S still keeps Baldur's Gate off of it, so... Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying that I... I see that what, what the, based on the rumors and Look, information we have now, it is a Switch 2. Which is that's not okay. the race that they're running, yep. and sure. they are having more success than the people that are running that race. Sure. Why would you rejoin that race? I don't Every know. Every time they've tried to run that specific race, it has gone badly. Mm. I'm curious, as, as much as I really hate mm. discussing sales and numbers <laughs> and shit, I am very curious how the Switch Lite performed speaking oh. to what antonio is talking about versus like really any other switch i guess i don't i guess i don't really know if that was as hot as the other offerings who was that anybody for? know that answer i don't know who was that for i would expect it wasn't so much like well was... that's what you're talking about though it's like a it's like a well, undocked kind of kid version that's basically what the switch light was right yeah the yeah. the the weird part was that you know the joy cons are now no more they're now attached yeah, again right. and yeah. it's like but it's still switch, switch games we swear you know what i mean it's like yeah. weird but i don't know i mean nintendo I nintendo has good software i'd rather pay a ton of money and have a nintendo console that you know rivals the ps5 but that's never gonna happen so if this thing comes in operating on par with like a base ps4 i'll be happy with that i would love to see I want to see Nintendo get into a, a space where they're able to create a Zelda that looks like a fucking Final Fantasy. I just, I want that so bad. <laughs> I want that more than anything. It's um, never going to happen if they keep going with the hybrid, right? I mean, they're looking at cost cutting already. I, I guess I mean, we'll, I guess we'll find out. Um, what do you think is going to happen with it? Prediction. 4K? Never. No. 1080p? What is it, 1440? I mean, the handheld is, it's not 800. What is it uh, on the OLED? Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter on the handheld because it looks, it's a completely different situation. Resolution handheld, you don't need it to be that crazy. But with the docked portion, the fact that it looked fuzzy on Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was disappointing because you could tell it could be a beautiful game, even more so than it was already a beautiful game, if it had the capability, the horsepower, to go on my 4K TV without looking like, you know, like a mess. So You know, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> But I always thought it was really weird when my games would perform worse in the dock than they would in handheld. And I don't know why that is, 
but I can play Animal Crossing handheld and it's just fine. I put that thing on my TV and the chug is insane. And I always thought it was supposed to be backwards. I thought that the dock was supposed to like juice it up a little bit for, for the TV, but that has not been my experience with the Switch. Hmm. Rumors are that Metroid 4, Metroid Prime 4, is going to be the game that might release on the Switch 1 and then the Switch 2. Similar that cross-generation cross yeah, game that the they Wild always do. 2, yeah, which is a very late game to do it with. I think everybody thought that the... Would uh, you rather they the do the cross-gen game with a game midway through the Switch's life cycle when the same thing doesn't exist? Of course it's a late I think that I think that Tears of the Kingdom was going to be the what people thought was going to be the same as the other one. It's like Breath of the Wild's on one console than the other. Tears of the Kingdom's going to be on Switch One and Switch Two. So for it to not be that, I still think that in the future they would port it over. You know, Tears of the Kingdom Two, Switch Two. But for it to be after Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, after Pikmin, then you know whenever because it hasn't even been announced if it is the case if it is after Met- metroid i would call that i hope late. that's not it that's why I i'm gonna be i'm gonna late. be i'm gonna be real. i hope it's I not don't, it i don't, I don't think, think metroid enough. is like a system launching property yeah, same i i think it's a weird situation they're in some people said it was covid some people said that the plans changed i don't know i mean every other month somebody new says something true it's all rumors fill the void in that specific news cycle what do you think will what's going on with the switch one um this (laughs) once i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know are you excited i'm tired of trying to guess at what this company is going to do Mm -hmm. they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do it's gonna be a little different from what anyone else has said about it Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it's anything like the Switch, then if they can keep that going instead of, you know, spraying diarrhea all over everything in the room like they did with the Wii U, then it's going to work out fine. They're playing their own game. They're running their own race. They're succeeding. And I don't expect them to stop and try to compete with yeah. directly with, with like PlayStation and Xbox the everything so far shows that the the environment can handle both it handles nintendo running in its own lane doing its own thing so why would they not do that i agree i'm surprised because i i always thought and this is my fallacy that the handheld kid market was different than the premium gamer market and there's just some people out there that are, I don't, I, I don't know what they And they do. sold them both the same thing. Right. I, yeah, exactly. One product to satisfy both, but in my book, not fully satisfy both, but it's good enough where they'll I buy mean, it. Clearly it's in a lot of other people's books. Yeah. It's enough. I mean, we bought it. We all bought it. Yep. <laughs> I wish it was better, but we bought it. And that's yep. basically where we are. Yeah. Nintendo. Right. I wish it was I'm done. I'm, I'm at the point where I don't even necessarily wish it were more. <gasps> I, like, can I can I can I finish my sentence? Can I finish it? Go, Will. Go. Okay. 
because they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And I haven't had, you know, a terrible experience with a Switch game. Like, unless I've done something truly irresponsible and then the game has a little trouble, <laughs> then, the, then the Switch has some problems. Does it run everything the same way my PS5 does? No, it doesn't. But it's not my PS5. It's a Nintendo Switch. It is what it is. And that's what they're going to keep giving people. If, well, that's what they should keep giving people. They just, they run their own race. They sell it almost entirely on their own hardware, on their own software. Whatever. Just keep doing that. They're just going to keep doing that. They're not going to, it's not going to be cutting edge graphically. And that's fine. I've always been an aesthetics over polygon count realism, whatever, however you want to say it. I've always been aesthetics over that. Yeah. Because aesthetics age so much better. <laughs> and... I mean, shit, look at Mario Kart 8. That game still looks visually... Nintendo does have a really weird way of, of making... They get the most out of their own hardware. Yeah, really squeezing that lemon, um, you know? They, they they make the limits of their consoles not yeah. visually apparent, for the most part. Yeah, it, I mean, there it are, doesn't, I mean yeah. Tears of the Kingdom struggles. But, like, you look at, like, a Mario game, like, those games just fucking look great. Yeah, and as long as they continue to be able to make the most of their own hardware, then they're just going to make what they think they need. No more, no less. Antonio, what the hell is this Kai Kanat? Okay, so very quickly, Kai Kanat, I have no idea if we're pronouncing it right or not. If you Google right now, like news, just go to the Google news page. This is the third story. It is so big because this guy is a Twitch streamer who's so... Bad start. <laughs> he's so incredible which slur did he say he's so well, <laughs> i'm glad you asked he's so he has won the award for being uh the most <laughs> subscribed twitch streamer 6.4 million followers jesus christ 4 million subscribers on youtube and he's on other things. Like, oh, that's like, not like that Rumble. many. So <laughs> on YouTube. So he is Jai Bungus, right? And I've seen some of his streams in the past. He's made news this week because he had an IRL in real life meetup, and he was going to be giving away things, which include like a PS5 uh, or multiple, some shit like that. Like he's loaded, obviously. If you see any pictures of him, he has jewelry to the max on him and stuff. And he in New York had a giveaway that turned into a full-scale riot. There were something like 60 to 70 people arrested. There were um, law enforcement swarming everywhere to try to keep the youths under control. And have you seen the clips of what went down by any chance, Adam? No. What is this? So... Again, I'm too old for this shit. I don't know what the fuck any of well, this is. Well, that's the thing. So he's a Twitch streamer, and 
I think he plays some games sometimes, but whenever I've seen him or I heard of him, he's done like IRL stuff. So Twitch does allow streams where it's just like you. Just and hang out. Yeah. And I've seen a video, a Twitch stream of him, and he has just this room where him and his friends are sitting around, chilling, partying. And like this one girl was like, she threw a chair or something into the wall and broke it. It doesn't matter. But the whole thing. Sounds like, uh, sounds like MTV's The Real World exactly. back in the so, early 90s. So Twitch, it's just traditional like video game streaming platform, has this sub element where it's about like you can do IRL, like hot tub shit or whatever the yeah. hell. It's like, just watch me live. And he's gotten <laughs> so viral. And I think. The fame of it has built up on itself where it's like, oh, this guy's popular. Why is he popular? Oh, because he's popular. Because he's popular, yeah. More people yeah. just keep going and going now to the fact that you can have a meetup that results in a total anarchy scene in the city of New York. So, you know, he's had like bands for like you see that's the weird thing about like irl streamers is they put just their whole life like you said real world on their thing so he would be like scrolling a feed and he had like explicit photos come up so he would be banned for like a day or 30 days or whatever it is so you know he's had some controversy but this is like the main thing here's what i want to know and this is why it's a headline for us at Megadads. We are too old to understand what it means to glorify streamers to this extent, especially, right? We're not going to be crazy over these people for streaming their lives. Like, we don't care about the camera in your living room. Um, you know, it's just, it's not for us. One of the things he got banned for was he ate too many edibles and passed out on stream. <laughs> so he got he got banned for 30 days because he had too many special brownies. So that, that, that was the thing. Like they're like, oh shit, we can't have this. Doesn't no. anybody watch Law and Order anymore? Yeah. So <laughs> so what the reason that this is even a headline is I want to ask you, Adam, what kind oh. what kind of fan reaction are you hoping for at 2DCon. Can you talk to us about 2DCon coming up? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How will you start the riot at 2DCon? Yeah, what are you, what kind of crowd are you expecting? Are you, are you expecting uh, 12, 15 people? <laughs> are you expecting, uh, talk to us about 2DCon. This is the mid show plug that I was putting Dude. the headline in for. What is that? That's what we're leading to? That's what All I right, wanted so to if do. If you live in the Minneapolis area, well, I'll, I will be at 2DCon. Evan will be at 2DCon and Rob will be at 2DCon. Nice. Um, Saturday night. Oh God, what I'm, I'm not gonna oh, have the he date. Know. Not gonna have the date pulled up. Hold on. <laughs> the it Mega Dads is... are going to be live. Adam in person. You can touch him with permission. August twenty sixth, right? August twenty sixth. Minneapolis. So we've done a live area. show there the last several years. Tootie Con. And uh, this year they're like, we're gonna put you in the nine o'clock saturday night slot because we don't want children walking in on your show again this year 9 p.m uh, good 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 choice by the 2d con <laughs> people yes so you can head over to 2dcon.net get your tickets and come see us uh that's the true not, headline we will not be eating edibles and passing out uh you will not sit there and watch me do mundane shit like brush my teeth and fold my underpants 
which apparently is what people do on. Uh, I might be in a hot tub. Maybe I'll get in a hot tub. <laughs> You'll have to check with the two decon people. I'll see if they can get a hot tub in there for me. I don't fucking understand this lifestyle. Kai might be there. Okay, <laughs> I didn't say he was. I didn't confirm it. I just heard a rumor that Kai might join Adam. Yeah, he totally I, I, wants I, I, to hang out with a bunch of people who have no idea who he is. I yeah. just, <laughs> I, I, I heard, I heard on a Reddit subboard that he might be there. I, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, I don't let, let, let's move on to Will's got a Final Fantasy story. Will? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. This. Final Fantasy 14, it's Fan Fest. It's one of like three big. It's kind of, it's like if E3 was for one game, is what Fan Fest is. Uh, they just did the one, the big one is in Vegas. They also do one in Japan. They've done one in Europe before. I don't know if they still do that. Uh, but but uh, Vegas is the big one. And they announced the next expansion, uh, Dawn Trail, will be next summer. And it's going uh, 14 is finally going to come to Xbox in the spring of 2024. How uh, how old is this game? Uh, they just celebrated 10th anniversary for 14. Holy crap. And they're um, just now starting on a new platform, which means they're not going to stop anytime soon, right? I mean, probably not. I don't know. I don't know how much work it was to get it running on Xbox. Yeah. Um, this is expansion five. It is, uh, it's going to be the start of a new big arc. The last one kind of got wrapped up with Endbringer. The name was a little on the nose. Um, Endwalker. I'm sorry. Either way, End was in it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, this is, this, it's a new thing, new continent. We're starting something different. And don't know a ton about it just yet you know they're gonna drip feed kind of announcements for like the new classes and stuff like that between you know over the next year until this game comes out having it on xbox um i'll be interested to see no i won't i know how they're gonna sell it every time they up they update the uh every time a new expansion comes out the last one gets folded in to like the base game that you can buy. That's how they do it. I don't know why I said that out loud. <laughs> um, it's crossplay between PlayStation and PC has been since you know since it started. So I imagine it'll be very much the same here. Uh, oh man, they need to get some more servers going. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember when the last expansion came out. I tried to play that pretty close to when it came out. I would need to try to log in 30 minutes to an hour <laughs> before I thought I could sit down to play. For real? At, when it was at its busiest and they did do they did alleviate it pretty quick. It didn't stay this bad this long. I would be like 32,000 people in line. Oh my god. They had to invest in this like infrastructure, like yeah. you know, like server in infrastructure. And I followed the last this one popped to... off in a huge way. They knew it and they prepped, mm -hmm. and it still was a week. That's yep. how big it is. It's still not, you know, it's not bad um, anymore. It was really bad for the first maybe two weeks after the expansion came out. <laughs> and they kept having to come up with new stuff to detect if people were. <laughs> 
just staying logged in so they didn't have to, you know, get back in line and kick those people out. It was a mess. Um, and I would imagine they're going to need... Well, they could potentially need a lot more, depending on how many brand new people come in now that it will be on Xbox. Mm. All those years ago when this first was announced, like way, 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 way back, I was like, oh, it's not an Xbox. It's not on Xbox. It was, you know, PC, PC PlayStation. Are you yeah, PS3? Are you surprised? Are you surprised that it's finally coming to Xbox after all this time? A little bit, yeah. Me actually. too. <laughs> Me too. I, at this point, I was like, "Fuck!" You know, like when when your wife comes out and she's like, "Oh, you want to do it?" You're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like you're not, you know, you're not expecting it at all, and you're like, yeah. "It's not like you're sad. You're happy, but you weren't expecting." You're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I mean, if anybody's, if anybody's coming in for the first time on Xbox, yeah. you've got like five video games worth of stuff to get through. Yeah, it's it's like it's been a while and I like a long time. It's been a long time and I like it, but it's unexpected. It's a fuck. Yeah, it's absolutely unexpected. Final Fantasy 14 on Xbox. Holy fuck. All right. I'm done. Okay. That was my input. That's, that's Are you fine. one of these 14 um, hardcore ki uh, kids, Will? You're big on this game, right? I'm big not game. one of these hardcore kids. I've played it for most of its 10-year run. That's a hardcore. Uh, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, seriously. I'm, that's I'm a decade I'm commitment to one game, okay. dude. All right. When I got into the last expansion and I had to play my way up to get fucking to the last expansion, there's a lot of game there now. Will was my yeah. go-to. I was like, Will... Will, like, help me, like, what do you, what is this? What do you do? What do you, like, it's, it's, it's a big game. It's a lauded game. Like, it's critically acclaimed. And if you like MMOs, that's the shit you want. You want that, you want, you want that Final Fantasy in your, in your mouth. It's like Chef's Kiss. Um, and it's the same, it's the same studio at Square Enix that made 16. <gasps> uh, they've been making these, yeah. Um, Ooh. the writing has been excellent for a, long time now there's some weird spots kind of at the beginning but it is top shelf excellent stuff i really enjoy the story in this game it's just really hard <laughs> to recommend to people just because of how long it is now yeah like uh if i wanted to talk about how very very good endwalker is and how excellent endwalker is it's like well this is you know the fifth full video game's worth of content <laughs> Um, if you start from day one, you have to work your way up there, which was my problem. Like, yeah, I had to go back, make a character, go through the first campaign, go through the second campaign, you know? Like, yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily call any of the campaigns bad. No. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, some are stronger than others. Um, Heaven's Word, the first expansion, is very, very good. It's excellent. Um, the last, the most recent two have been some of my, if I were to place them individually on us, they'd be some of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Beautiful like, games. They are excellent. Um, I'm, I guess I'm a little cautious, a little not sure about the idea that we're, we're just going to start another story arc and we're just going to take off on something new. I'm like, how, how much longer are we going to keep? It's been 10 years. How much further are we going? 
Right. And are I they ever going to even... make another one? Like an MMO? No, or is this the MMO and they're going to go for another five years? I mean, I don't know. I guess as long as it continues to be successful, yeah, why not? So they it's like the Switch situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, fuck um, it, we don't need 4K. Give them 1080p I mean, for 30 fucking years. Yeah, they talked to the producer, and he said that he wants to do at least another two expansion packs Holy after this shit. one. You mean after the Dawn Road after one? After Dawn Trail, yeah. Jesus, fuck. Adam, I mean, that's a long he... time. <laughs> My daughter's going to be in high school. Jesus it's entirely possible. Nope. She's in not diapers. for me. Yep. Jesus. And yeah, see, I can sit here. I can talk about how extremely good it is, but it, it, there is a portion of people that are quite right to say that's a big ass time investment. No, thank you. Right. And MMOs are a long. Road. I have to respect that. Like on yeah. some level, I get it. You know. Um, I don't really see them ditching this to make another MMO since this one's working out. Um, <laughs> shit, I think you can still make a Final Fantasy XI account at this point. I don't know why on earth he would ever do that. I like Final Fantasy XI. MMOs uh, are a hard game. Like, if you look at the top charts, fo- par- like top five MMOs, which are money makers, especially when you're on a subscription level, like the way that Final Fantasy, you know, 14 is, they're making the dough, right? That is a hard game to get into. It's hard to invest in a new one. So, like, why not? If you look at any top five list in the last 10 years, they're on there. If not number one, they're number, you know, two. Like, seriously, it's a success. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. Um, I mean, I like the game. I did step away for a while, as you know, I have... The past couple of expansions, I've gotten on, run through the new stuff, played a little bit of the stuff they kind of add to it after that. And then I put it down, really, until, you know, right before the next one comes out. So I I haven't been, you know, playing this continuously for 10 years. Though I, yeah, I guess if I had to put a number on it, maybe six of the 10, all told. Um, (laughs) Still an embarrassing thing to say. (laughs) <laughs> to another human person. <laughs> um, I like it. I'm probably going to continue to like it. And we'll see what happens. Um, there's also a Fall Guys collab. Show. Oh, dear God. That is, that's the strangest thing that came out of FanFest. Not, not Xbox, but the Fall Guys collab. <laughs> God bless America. Or Japan. Yeah. Or yeah, every once in a while Final Fantasy does like these weird product placement things, like the cup of noodles with fifteen, you know? Yeah. It was just kinda yeah. like what that was cool. Don't shit on and that. Like, that was cool. <laughs> I mean it was at least it was funny. Yeah. I mean it made sense, uh, but it was also like <laughs> what? Though <laughs> so, oddly enough, you know, I guess they're not ready to talk about what sixteen crossover stuff they'll do, because it they would have to, right? They even made it, like it wouldn't even be that hard. Um I have the car from Final Fantasy 15. They did a crossover with 14. It was one of the coolest the ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dope. You can ride in the car from the other. Regalia. Like right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yep. god. And How do you know that? Like the flying. You're not Regalia a weave. Thing. What's going on, Adam? You fucking poser. I played Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, I you don't car. know what the yeah. fuck you're talking about, Adam. Wrap it up, <laughs> fucker. Fucking a. Yeah. 
All right. Well, there's more Final Fantasy 14 on the way for ever. Seeable future. Forever. Um, really quick, uh, since yeah. we're talking about Final Fantasy, and before we wrap up this show, I have finished this game, Final Where's Fantasy the 16. The review will be coming out soon. Fucking slacker. My son has already started his second playthrough. He's doing New Game Plus. Um, and he's already like, I don't know, eight hours into it. Loves so the game. Proud, dude. Loves the game. That's so I love the game. I do have issues with it that I want to talk about with Will once he has finished it. I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into it right now. Um, Is it in top three Final Fantasies of all time? No. <gasps> not for me. Not Shock. for me personally. I mean, top three. That that is a difficult. That's, I just that's a very know. prestigious. I just wanted to know. I I want to know. I will say I don't know if it would crack top five for me. Um. But I do, I do want to talk about this game next month, once Will has finished it. I do really love the game. It's a fantastic game, but I do have some issues with it that I really want to talk about. Maybe we can do some sort of spoiler chat or something. I would love to do a spoiler we have cast. To, yeah, you guys have to do it. I'll tune in. I'll listen yeah. to you guys talk um, for hours. Because I have feelings. I have a lot of mixed feelings. I want to hear your feelings. Can you share your feelings with me, Will? Will? <laughs> what are you feeling um, right now, Will? What am I feeling right yeah. now? Primary emotion. Go. Three. Primary two, emotion. One. Uh, thirsty. Adam. Final Fantasy feel cast. My primary emotion is I got to pee, which means <gasps> we're going we're gonna to wrap this bitch up with the caboose. Uh, every month, we end Mega Dads Live with a recommendation for something outside the world of video games that we think you would enjoy. I'll kick it off. I am only halfway through this movie because I am an adult with two small children and I can't watch things in one sitting that aren't on Disney Plus. But I already really enjoy this and I will say that you should watch Megan. Megan, the movie about the crazy ass robot toy girl that goes ape shit and starts fucking things up. It's 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 a it's a horror oh, light like a movie. scary movie. Nah. It's PG thirteen. It's not scary, at least at this point. I'm it's halfway scary. through the movie. You it's like it. you haven't even seen the back hat. You haven't seen the climax of this film, Adam. It's, you can't say it's not scary. A life-size AI android thing. What I love about insane. it is, you know, it's a movie about they build this this AI robot uh, toy that like. It, it pairs with a child and it gets to know them and it's there to protect them and all this shit. Uh, and obviously things go very, very wrong and it starts killing people. Um, but what I love about it so much is how cleverly the movie really uh, parallels Megan with like screen time, like an iPad or a video game and the way that they'll be like, go play with Megan for, for a little bit while I'm doing my work or while I'm doing this and they she she pawns off her kid onto this AI toy like an adult would be like go watch the iPad for a little while while I do something important you know and it's so clear as day the parallels and what this movie is trying to say about the dangers of entrusting your kid to technology right uh, it's very clever and witty 
and just kind of snarky and 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 gross in that way. And wild then, world, um, Adam. Wild world. <laughs> I love it. It's just like I said, it's a PG thirteen horror, so it's not like gory and super oh, bloody. Oh, I thought or it was going to be weirder than that. Okay. It, it's 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 more funny. Uh, but like I said, I'm only halfway through it, and I'm wow. enjoying it. it I'm, I'm really creepy. liking yeah, it. Yeah. So it's it's on Prime right now. Right, and if you're a person that likes that kind of thing, you should watch it. Don't watch it, everybody. Okay, this is you should watch it. totally anti- watch it. Anti <laughs> Megan rips off this like ten year old kid's ear, just like straight off his head. It's hilarious, dude. What the fuck are you recommending? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Well, right. what's he just your described it. Like, are you not paying attention? Yeah, he's talking <laughs> about. <laughs> This robot rips off this kid's ear. You gotta see. It's fucking great. So good. See if you buy the unrated DVD, he rips off the kid's nuts at. I'd watch that too. (laughs) Yeah, but see, you wouldn't have watched it to begin with. So that's that's how they sneak you in. Is with. I'll double dip to get that nutsack rip. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, Twitch chat. Can you clip that? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in an awkward situation. I was all set and ready to say that Evo made is, you know, I love it. It's the big fighting game tournament in North America. It's going on right now, but it's going on right now. So by the time anyone hears this, it'll be over. <laughs> You're a big Evo um, guy. I think you recommended this yeah. last year. Yeah. Evo. I, probably. <laughs> I probably did. Yeah. Um, so you can watch replays. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. still going to be online. Watch something on Evo. It's the first year for Street Fighter VI. That game hasn't been out very long, so that should be an interesting tournament to watch. I think it's the, I think it's the big game. I guess, I guess Street Fighter usually is at Evo. It's usually the last one they do. I think I've seen like two years where they don't. Um, that's where a lot of big announcements happen. Uh, we might get. I fully expect like a Tekken 8 release date, probably by the end of it. I have totally gotten off track. Evo makes me happy because it's really fun to watch. And even if you just tune in to like the top eight, like the last however long stream, just like top eight, you can find these very cool, very interesting storylines and players to just kind of follow and chase as they go through it. And it's really good stuff. Even if you don't necess- if you don't understand or enjoy like playing fighting games, I still think you should give it a watch because I think it's it's uh, accessible enough to spectators. Anything that happens that's super complicated, they are great at explaining. That doesn't really come up if you watch like Street Fighter, <laughs> but if you watch like Guilty Gear, they'll break down. Um, Roman canceling and stuff like that. Anything that you see on screen, if it's more complex than guy A punched guy B, they can really help you wrap your head around it and understand it. And it's just, it's a great time. It, uh, the entire community around it, the, the atmosphere, everything is just great. It's, it's one of my favorite events to watch, period. I love it. You should watch it. That is Evo, and I assume you're yeah. watching it on Twitch. Uh, yes, it yeah, is so on Twitch. There you go. Yep. Yeah. All right, Antonio, tell me what's in your caboose. Um, Block I've, parties? No, I haven't been very like in tune with anything outside gaming there because we've had a very good problem of having too much good good things. 
So it was like Zelda a lot. It was Diablo. It was like so much good shit has been out, right? Street Fighter. And I finally went back to television, right? Our first mm-hmm. love, right? Or second okay. love, I should say. The Bear on Hulu is a show about a restaurateur who is going back to Chicago from the top of the cuisine like peak to try to invest in a restaurant that his brother had started. And it's Chicago-based, so I'm kind of biased because I'm in Chicago. And it's all about the restaurant life as far as like how to be a chef, how to run a business, the obstacles, the characters that they have. So it's called The Bear on Hulu. You may have heard of it. I've heard about it a lot. I see a lot of it. You you were like the second person this week to recommend I watch that show. Um, So... What's interesting about all that is I, before I walked into this podcast, again, the block party happening outside, there was a group of people like right outside my door and they were talking about the bear. And I was like walking inside. I'm like, I got a podcast. Got to go guys. And they're talking about the bear. And I ran over and I'm like, are you guys talking about the bear? And like, I had to talk to him about it. That's why I was like five minutes late. I was like, oh my God. So they had heard about it. The season one is like halfway. I usually get things, uh, things three episodes and if it isn't good in three episodes i quit this is not that unfortunately you have to give it the entire first season so it's eight episodes out of ten before it doesn't take off right away huh no it's eight out of ten of you know it's a ten episode season but after that you're incredibly invested me and my wife did not like it even i'm sorry episode eight Eight. after eight. eight of ten it takes eight yes but it's one of those where, you know, they plant eight seeds to get to the, you know, and then it's like there's it's, just it enough up. there. Yeah. But most yeah. things I only give three episodes. My other caboose really quick. I have to do both is uh, only murder. No, I want to I want to know why it's called the bear. Yeah. Why I, is it called I, the bear? I, they I, fuck I, a bear? No, I can't spoil that for you, actually. Fucking a bear. Um, there's bear it, fucking. It actually kind of matters. So, so I can't. Oh, OK. So, 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 so it's not like there's a secret fridge <laughs> yeah. that they're like, now don't open that. No, fridge. no. The second thing, don't open that fridge. The, and he opens it, it's like, oh, shit, it's a bear. So number one is <laughs> give the bear eight episodes and or the first season. The second Ugh, one is on, only murders in the building. It's Selena Gomez, but it's also Steve Martin and oh, damn, um, the name's escaping. Martin me. Short. Martin, Martin Short. Short. So comedic legends with. Honestly, Selena Gomez doesn't do much in the fucking <laughs> comedic game. legends and but, Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not that good, but it is a it is a dark comedy murder mystery that really got us. And it actually, even though we were in the bear and like we're like oh fuck, we gotta start season two. We are going and like we're going and we're like you know what? Let's give this other one a shot. It actually pulled us away from the bear, and now I'm like in this because it's a murder mystery dark comedy that's really good. And my brother had it recommended it to me. And so I would recommend on Hulu as well, only murders in the building. And it's a, if you're into mystery, if you're into like, you know, dark comedy, that's what they have going on. And again, strong recommendation. So Hulu's uh, got some good shit on there right now. Yeah. Like uh, if I was, if I was thinking, I would have said my caboose might've just been Hulu. It's a pretty great service. I mean, I mean, it's up, <laughs> it's ups and downs, isn't it? With all well, these services. Yeah, I mean, it's like all, all these are, this but this is good. And then it's like, oh, now Netflix only murders sucks, in the building. I will watch. That's yeah. already like no, on my good. list to do. So uh, I'll definitely. Wait, you watch haven't that. seen it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Give it, give it, give it a couple. I, uh, Murders in the Building will get you after two episodes. So, yeah. so two v eight, and I wanted to watch that one anyway. 
So, okay. We'll see if people are still talking about the bear for its third or fourth season. I heard good things, man. I heard good things. You guys, I don't know. You just said it was two, and I'm just meaning maybe they'll talk about it later because I'm not going to watch it right now. Watch everything you can, man. You guys are going to make me get fucking Hulu. I've, you I've, no, you have Hulu because so you have he, Disney. Well, I don't. See, here's the thing. I don't what? have that. Oh. You, you, can, you oh. can get You I can don't get have all that together. bundle thing. It's I've $3. been waiting because, because I know. Oh, my God. I know that they're going to roll that shit up next year, you know, all into one mm. thing. So I've been like, oh, I've been I've been just like no, dude, going back and forth. Right now I have Disney, ESPN, Hulu, and one other thing for like whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. 14. You yeah. don't have Oh, I've, lo- I've looked at it plenty of times. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Oh, my God. That ESPN. Uh, yeah, I, I do it. I, I watch Hulu. Hulu is like our primary yeah. streaming. Yeah, Hulu, story. Disney, ESPN, like it's strong. It's strong. It's strong. Oh, well, this yeah. episode was strong. Was you guys it? are strong. We put it in the hole, but I don't know if it was spag. I don't think either one of you said spag once. No. I mean, um, I did, but you didn't ring the bell. Did you? I didn't hear it. You're fucked up, Adam. Say it again. Say See, it now. I just, fucked up. I'll give you two. I'll give you two. I, <laughs> it. It's not very spag. I, I didn't say it yet. No, he did. That's, now you say it. I, oh, okay. That's not very spag of you. I give you three. I want okay. I want to lick the spag off your back. No, that one's just gross. Thank oh, you for listening <laughs> to this episode of Mega Dads Live. Come see me at 2DCon in August. Bye-bye. Uh, I love you guys. Bye.